previously on the Simply Human podcast. How many sports did you play? Yeah, and it was per year? they all had like it was multiple. It was yeah, I mean up yeah. until like age eighteen, the average was two sports, right? right? And like up until fifteen, it was three sports and stuff like that. So only at the over eighteen did people start choosing one sport. It's episode one hundred nine of the Simply Human podcast with your hosts Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, we are answering listener questions. We haven't done one of those in a while. It actually will only be the second one we've ever done in 109 shows. We've had 107 guests-ish. Not, you know, we've had some repeats. Did you count yes. me from one before I was the co-host? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to find out because we've had people on more than once. I bet we've had close to 100 guests. Uh, Then it's another. We've had Vinny a couple times. We've had John Baylor a couple times. Like Northworthy a couple times. Will Fleming. Yeah. So I I would say we're probably right around maybe 100. Yeah. Why, why does this even matter? Why it, are we talking? I don't know. Then it's another moderately funny edition of the Humans Being Human segment with Stephen and the bathroom stall uh, story. This is a very good one. Pretty funny. And I feel like mo- a lot of our, very quickly, a lot of our Humans Being Human, like Chris Brandon with like the Chick-fil-A cup, is like the most next level. No one would ever do this. Yeah. What Stephen, the story he's going to tell, I'm going to go out on a limb and say basically the same thing has happened to at least 85%. I would say if it hasn't happened to you, like you were the you are extremely lucky, like or you are really good at planning. Yes, or yeah, which usually comes after something like that happens to you. You know, yeah. so uh, okay, we wrap up with our simply human tip of the week. How are you, Rick? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Testing one two, and we're back. Okay, yeah, I got good. Me. Okay, all right. Um, we released the last show of 2015 on December 28th. We recorded it a couple of weeks before it came out. Okay. So we recorded that show, and then December 25th happened. Which uh, is a weird way to phrase it. Was Christmas Day. Yes, Christmas Day so, happens. So I, ru- I ruined Christmas. Okay, well, let me a little slight bit of background here. I'm texting Mark maybe like the day after Christmas, which for me, Christmas is kind of a nebulous thing. We did it a few days before because I had to work, yeah. so like I didn't really kind of realize it's Christmas Day or Christmas Day, whatever. But I'm texting Mark about something, and it's just like a forever delay in him responding, and he just responded back with some, I wish I would have kept this, but something along the lines of, like I asked him a question about something, and he was like, I don't know, I've ruined Christmas. And I responded just with like, LOL question mark and he's like no I seriously ruined Christmas I can't I have to tell you the story and we've been holding I've been waiting since Christmas for two weeks to hear this yeah. at least so and I'm gonna try this could this has a danger of going like really long as she said but, uh, <laughs> man you stole the words right out of my mouth <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I've told the story once since it happened like after you know, because when when something crazy happens, you don't you're not going to just immediately like tell the story. It's like, haha, remember when that happened? Like it takes a- yeah, it takes you a while to process it and sculpt the story. Right. Yeah, so, I've on- so I've only told it once, so I'm still working on it. But it'll be one. Oh it'll God. be one. That it'll go down in Rogers' ho- holiday lore, right up there with uh, I don't know Steve, and I don't know what you're talking about. So so uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, my parents. Uh, they're dog people. Okay, we grew up with dogs. You remember Bo the dog? You loved Bo I the do. dog. Uh, yes. They had a dog named Owen who was put had to be put down like the day after Jen went into the hospital. You remember that? This is oh kind of, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a it was like the worst like three days of all time. By the way, I think I just heard a farting noise. That's the chair I'm sitting in. Hank, can you hear this? I don't. Nope, I don't hear it. I okay, think well, it sounds like farting. It's really funny. Continue. Um, 
And since then, they have not had a dog, and they, you know, is it because they're so heartbroken about the last pretty, dog? Pretty or? much. Well, then they got this. They got like a little pit bull puppy, and it like died, like a week after they got it. Like it was like had some weird kidney thing, and so they were just like kind of like you know what? Uh, they were just sad about the dog. Well, they got this dog, and it is a it's a little dog. It's a I'm not. They gonna, had this dog now. You're saying yes. They got a dog a few months ago. And it's, it's, I'm not making this up. I promise. It is half Shih Tzu, half Poodle. Okay. It is a Shit Poo. Mm, you don't have to believe that because that's what the dog's name right, is. Right. There's something along, yeah, it's Shit Poo or something like that. Its name is Macy. And it is, it like, my parents are not uh, quick afoot. Is that, is that a way to say that? Oh, if if you're living in the 1300s, I think. <laughs> so, like one time, the they're dog, not spry spring chickens. How about that? Right, yeah, there you go. The dog got out once, Neither are my parents, by the way. and it it just it it runs. It you know, like my dogs will. Hey, they'll stop and come back. This dog, first time it ever got out, it just took off. Right, so they're very, and they finally it was this big ordeal, and they got it back. So they. Now I'm there. All my kids are there. My brother and his daughter are there. My other brother and his wife and daughter. So there's all these people there, people coming and going. My parents were like, over the top, do not let Macy out. Like, do not let her out. She will be. She will run away. Like, so, I can like, understand that. Right, right, yeah. And so we're being very careful. We make sure the kids aren't going out when Macy's around the door because she'll just fly out the door. So like for four days. How do you days, train a dog to not do that? Yeah, I think Yoda doesn't do that. But my old dog Ron, in fact, in college, we used to get drunk and let him out on purpose and run around the neighborhood <laughs> trying to catch him. We called it the Ron Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're being all for four days. We're very careful. Okay. Everyone, before anyone can go out the front door, it's like, okay, where's Macy? Well, my six year old loves Macy, and we took her on a walk. And it was, she has one of those choker leashes, and it was fine. Hmm. And we, we did it. We went around like this, the block, and everything was fine. So my mom was like, not a fan of us taking her on a walk because, you know, it's like yeah, she could get away. We take her to so Christmas Day is happening. We're about the kitchen is full of activity and food is cooking and all this stuff and everyone's mirth around. and merriment and yeah. everyone's singing well, Christmas carols. Yes, and so it's kind of doing productions of Dickens novels. Tiny Tim, Tiny Tim, is that? Yep, there you go, Tiny Tim. This little crutch. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that's in a book. I haven't read it. Yeah, you're right. It's acquitted, yeah, so jail. I didn't have to go. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, and it's kind of crazy. Like my parents moved into a smaller house. They have smaller kitchen, and so there's all these people in there. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take my daughters and my niece, my nine year old niece, and we're just we're gonna get on the new Christmas scooters that they got for Christmas, and we're gonna we're gonna walk down to this little park and kind of get everybody's get out of everyone's hair. Well, and around here on Christmas Day, it was like 70 degrees. Yeah, yeah, right. So, I mean, it was I, yeah. get outside weather. I'm here. wearing. My wife buys. Everyone pajamas, and we take this like pajama picture on Christmas Eve. That's like her thing. So I'm wearing my pant, the pants that I'm wearing on this walk, and it's 75 degrees. Were these like long, like flannel pajama, like really hot pajama pants? And my mm-hmm. and, the, hot. and these like chucks that don't that don't tie. They're just sort of you just sort of slide them on. And this is important for the story. Okay. And I'm wearing a T-shirt, which I'll talk about in a second. So we all okay. We get everybody ready. The girls are on their scooters. Uh, my daughter, my six-year-old, is walking Macy. 
<laughs> we walk down to the park, and there's this little gated area. This is I just need to. The dog gets away at the park. Okay. Okay. I, there's there's a long explanation of why she was off her leash. There was this little enclosure that my daughter. So like a little dog park, yeah. Yeah, and my daughter like didn't. She let my five year old out of the place and didn't like close the gate. So it was kind of like. Uh, okay, so there was like a gated enclosure yeah. for dogs to run free, yeah. but then your older one let the younger one out of that enclosure and didn't and, shut the gate. Back. Right, and I had been okay. standing over there like very cautiously, like make sure she didn't get out. Well, I had walked over to do something else, and next thing I know, Macy is off okay and this and at first i'm kind of laughing watching her run through the park but i this i've never this dog is the fast this is the usain bolt of shit poos okay this is the fastest dog so i start running after this dog okay and i'm running and i'm this dog it's like the diarrhea of dogs okay it's super fast it's hot so i went back on gmap pedometer online after all this and i and i measured how long i ran I ran for a, a mile straight, sprinting for a mile. When it was all over, I was like dry heaving, gagging. You know that feeling? <laughs> so so I start, and, and every step I take, I'm, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, Macy! You're like screaming after this dog, which isn't helping. And every step that I take. You're scaring the crap out of this Every dog. step that I take for the mile that I'm running after this dog I'm getting my my anger level is exponentially growing, right? I can't imagine I'm, why. Because I'm running after this dog, and I'm because I'm thinking my parents are gonna be this dog gets away and it gets oh, and, yeah. and runs out into the street and I, and gets run over. Then my my six year old who loves this dog will think that it's her fault since she let the dog out. It, I, so I'm like, you run, just you got to get the dog. I, There's I'm, no. I'm running after the dog with with reckless abandon. So, uh, it, it, about about a half a mile in. <laughs> The park, the park, and my daughters and niece are are well behind me. I've just left them at this park alone. <laughs> I'm running through the streets, and there's people out in their streets, and pe- kids playing with bikes and new Christmas presents. Yeah, everyone's I, outside because it's so nice outside. And, and about a quarter mile in, I I start throwing in words around Macy. Oh, what words? Curse words. I start cursing oh. at this dog. You, you said you threw in N words, and I was like, oh, Whoa, no, God. Hang on here, pal. <laughs> no. Throwing in is an I N. Right, right, right. And a letter in. Okay, continue. Gosh. I was like, oh, this is where the yeah. Simply Even podcast yeah. comes to a close. Right, Thanks, yeah. So then I get, I got arrested. Yeah. So. People are like seeing this, and I'm yelling at people. Like, Wait, so you're running on Christmas Day, sprinting, swearing at a dog. Yes, and 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 I'm I'm mad. I'm screaming. I'm really mad. This son of a dog. I'm gonna get this dog. Well, th- theoretically speaking, that dog really is a, a son bit, of a. You're a, being she's a, literal. Right, she's a, and she is also. She's not a son of a. She's a she. So it's a bit just a. Okay. Which is yeah. Which is totally. Come on, you fucking. <laughs> we should probably bleep all those out, by the way, really? even though in context. Uh, but see, it's not going to help if someone is riding around listening to this podcast yeah. in the car with their kids. So, oh right, I will. Uh, I will put in time code. <laughs> several times, and then that one. <laughs> okay, so luckily Macy's run, runs towards my parents' neighborhood, and like, tur- okay. and like, and I'm, and I'm if, at this point, I'm like, I, I got to go back. To my kids, right? They're like alone at this park. So I, I, I leave Macy. I turn around and I'm sprinting with the same reckless abandon back to the park. Like to now that I'm panicked about, I've left my kids at this park and my do- and my brother's daughter. I, I round the school where this park's at to the park and there's no one at the park. Oh my god! So, so now. <laughs> 
I'm I am like super mad. Now I'm oh, super now I'm super scared and panicking that where are my where are my children, right? <coughs> and my niece. And so I start like screaming. <laughs> so I'm screaming. I'm, I'm like my adrenaline is through the roof. I am I'm super mad. Well, they had they had gone. They had sort of went, gone the same direction that I had gone, like through this little wooded area nor- just north of this park. So I see them. Well, now I'm like, okay, they're safe. And I'm like, get down here! Get your scooters! Macy's gone! Hurry up! And then Halen, uh, the six-year-old, starts hysterically crying because Macy's gone. So, oh, my so, gosh. So, holy story. I, so we're running down the middle of the street. I am like, hurry up! I'm running down the street with these three girls crying, sobbing behind me that Macy's gone. We're running back. Well, then, okay. Long story short, Macy... I see her again in my parents' neighborhood. I make sure all the kids are in the neighborhood, at least. And I start after her again. She runs to my parents' front door and stops. Right on the front door? Yes. If I had known that... <laughs> What's the time lapse on all this? How long has it, it this was, been going it on? Was a, it was a mile that I ran. It, it probably was six and a half, seven minutes from the time that it started. Okay, I, I, the, the, How I didn't get to Macy and... And break that dog's neck is is oh, a, is a miracle of, of life. <laughs> I picked I picked Macy up. I turned her around and I swore at her, and then I put her and I put I her, would do that too. And I I put her in the house and I turn around and I sprint back to to corral the kids who are lost in the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> I finally, I finally get everyone back to the house. Everyone is hysterically crying. All three girls are crying. It is I am I'm more mad than I've ever been. I go into the house before all of them, and my brother comes up. One of my brothers comes up, and he goes, "Hey, uh, you know, he, they have no. They think that I've gone on this peaceful walk, right?" No. So Brad is like, hey, cause, and I kind of slammed the door, you know, when I put Macy in. And he comes over, he's like, hey, the, the babies are sleeping. And I went, <laughs> and like, I like, and he was like, whoa. Like, and then my, and my other brother puts up like his hands, like his karate hands, like what the, you know, like he was going to fight me. Like, 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 oh my goodness. So Jen gets me and takes me and like hurries me through the kitchen where I'm like screaming, going crazy, like punching the air throws me into the garage and there's this huge trash sack of all the Christmas wrapping and boxes that's oh and I God. start kicking and punching that <laughs> trash bag and this whole thing I, I I end up laying on the on the concrete driveway for like 20 minutes and it's like all right d- uh, Christmas lunch t- now right it's like that <laughs> and I've just come in and caused this huge scene Okay, everyone, I'm ready. Uh, where's no, the stuffing? No, I couldn't eat. Like I got, I was so amped up that I just sat there. Like my brother had like been working all day on this on the turkey and everything, and like I just I just sat there like drinking bourbon. Like I just couldn't. <laughs> oh, that'll solve yeah. the problem. <laughs> I couldn't. Like I was like, I gotta calm down. I and so I ruined Christmas. The the funniest part of this. Yeah, thing, you did. So listen, the t-shirt. I mentioned the t-shirt earlier. Yes. The t-shirt that I was wearing this whole time. Running, cursing through the neighborhood was the shirt that I was wearing in our Christmas card. Do you recall? So something like best dad ever. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is exactly what it said. Best A man best running. Dad Let me summarize in very pajama briefly. pants. 
a man sprinting down the street, swearing at a dog at the top of his lungs with people all around because everyone's outdoors, wearing a shirt that says best dad ever. Yes. Attempting to murder a dog (laughs) and screaming and slamming doors and is so mad that he can't calm down enough to eat Christmas dinner. With screaming, crying children following behind me. It, it was. I. I. God, I, I probably, if someone is listening, that saw, saw all that? of this or and videotaped me. it, please. Oh, if we had send video, this to me. Video of it. And, re- and okay, we're gonna get to our questions. It's just a second. I, I will say this. I want to. I want to say this publicly. Ha- the dog is. You're chi- an idiot. That. Yeah, that's what I'm about okay. to say. The dog is chipped. I didn't know that. The dog has. Well, a little- I mean, she's still gonna run after the dog. Right. right. And, I mean, the dog's going to run out on the street, or somebody's going to be grab it and be like, "Well, oh, free dog." Right. The dog is chipped. I mean, if it, there's a chance that if, you know somebody cool picks up the dog and they take him to a vet or the yeah. you know city dog catcher or something like that, <laughs> so, city dog catcher, like it's 1955. But I, there's right. a chance you can get it back. But there's a great, I would say, there's a greater than probably 50 percent chance that you don't get the dog back, well, even if it's shipped. Okay. Well, a, I wish I'd known that. B, had I known that the dog was going to run back to my parents' house, what I should have done in hindsight is just just let, let her run, stayed with, yeah. the, stayed with the kids, gotten the kids back to the house, and then gone out and looked for the dog. Calmly. Like, I, well, yeah, in I hindsight. Just, but I just... Uh, I can understand freaking out over the dog. Thank you. you know, I, I can understand So my some parents were mad at now, me. Now, when you get home, I can understand being upset, but then like, ah, well... Got everybody but I was, the dog. I was right, so Christmas dinner. I was like gagging from running. I was like, I, I, I was sore for like a week. I haven't run an all out mile in in years. But I was kind of happy. I want to. I was kind of glad like that I could we do needed it. to get Jen on here to tell her perspective. Oh my goodness! About how you're an idiot. Yeah, that's, if she was <laughs> if she was around here, I would. Uh, oh, so it was. Uh, Everyone was mad at me. Like I, it, it was very tense. What? Are and they it, mad at you because you're so angry? Yeah, about just this, because or? I've caught. I was like in such a rage, and like I basically, it was so uncomfortable. Like sitting at the Christmas lunch table right after this, you know, everyone like the girls were still like, <laughs> and like I'm, I was sitting there like, <laughs> like with my, with my plate that I wasn't eating, and like so he's like, so uh, nice weather we're having, right? Um, it was just, I just, I, I felt terrible. Okay. Shut up with your weather. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was the best dad ever Christmas miracle ruining. And I just, I need, I haven't lost it like that since, it's been like Spaghetti. four years. I used to, no, I used to lose it like that a lot. And I haven't done Yeah, that. I know. I haven't lost it like that in like four years. And, and my, my dad, who is, you know, obviously we all know my dad. We yes. were, we went to eat. The Steve. Ne- yeah, yeah. We went to eat the next day. Uh, we went to breakfast, and it was right next door in the shopping center. This anger management counseling center. <laughs> and so my dad, like my dad, like like walks over to me, like puts his arm around me. He's like, yeah, "We should probably go over there, huh?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, don't know. I, I'm not like so you." So off. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I don't want to be lumped in with. With that, but anyway, all right, all right. Let's get to some questions. Um, yes, let us do that. So, yeah, it, this is the seg- This is the main segment we're having today. So that's the intro, and now, yeah, now we're going to the main segment. Um, yeah, simplyhumanlifestyle.com is the uh, deal. And you know, until January thirty first, I've done several of the twenty five dollar thirty minute consults. Ooh. That's still going. Uh, from what I, from what I can, the feedback I've gotten is that 
it is that it's definitely worth the time and the $25. And thank you for everyone who has uh, awesome. thrown us uh, a bone for no, for no reason other than, well, uh, you know, we've had some people who just, like we've said, hey, you want to just think what we're doing is worth anything to you uh, to try to help uh, cover some of our costs. They just send some uh, money via PayPal to the Sydney Lifestyle at gmail.com. Yeah, whatever it does to help several you know, people have done that. The cost and uh, we thank you for for your support. And I forget there are people who listen to this podcast like you're, this is when it's coming out January 7th but they might not hear it in January. They might hear it in April right, or right. whatever. They're catching up or they're new listeners or what have you. So if you're listening to this and it's beyond January but you're still listening uh, you know we're still Mark will always be doing the consults yeah. if you work something out. So just reach out to him simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com and, and, uh, and talk to him because it's really really super beneficial something that you can do. And this is coming out uh, Thursday January 7th if you didn't listen yes. to the Joseph podcast it came out on Tuesday January 5th I filled in uh, for Sarah, who had to leave town uh, for quickly to go be on uh, Extra, the nationally syndicated show with her son. Uh, and so I was on that. And so Jason and I uh, have a pretty good, Jason Side and I have a, a good conversation. So go check that out. Um, all right. So <clears throat> a lot of people emailed me. Like we put a Facebook post up about questions, and a certain, I guess more people just felt comfortable emailing which is totally cool we don't care how yeah, you get uh, in, answer the you know, ask the questions the first question uh, that i want to get to is it has to do with the enjoy life part uh, and i guess eat like a human as well and it was just very simply why do guys think farts are funny hmm. why does it never not funny well and you know what i there's something in our biology that says that's funny because my boys are are uh, seven and four and I've never like sat down and like, all right, boys, let's talk about what's funny and what's not funny. But they think it's hilarious. Like one of them will be like, they'll be playing and one of them will fart and they both just start dying laughing. I'm like, how do you know yeah, that's funny. at the base level of our, of our biology that that is hilarious? Like, I think it's because the noise is funny. But like, but like clapping lays a noise and it's not funny. Yeah, like, but it's why? a different noise. I think there's got to be something, you know, about like the... Like it makes it sound funny. I don't know. And I, it's like, and I, like I'm 34 years old, and it's still funny. Like you know, some things like you watch a movie and like I don't know. I guess some things are timeless, some jokes, but I don't know. Yeah. But it's just it's never gets old. By the way, you're gonna be. This is a very exciting year for you, Rick. Why is that? Every four years. Oh, that's right. Your birthday is on February 29th, which is a it is which is a fake date. For yes. three years, except the leap year, and it is a leap year, and I'm so excited that it's a leap. I year. got a real birthday this year. Is it yours? Like ninth? Eight? This will okay. be my ninth your, birthday your I've ever. Ninth had. birthday. Wait, oh, I think. Hang on. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninth thirty. You'll be thirty-six. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so who knows? If anyone has some insight on this, if there's been a study done that we don't know about. Yeah, if any scientists who study why farts are funny are listening to this, <laughs> please send us your scientific uh, papers, please. Ah. Graphs and charts and, you know, the whole nine yards, please. Yes. Some test tubes, perhaps. <clears throat> Something along those lines. Yes. We have uh, another f- sort of, of quote-unquote funny question, but we're going to mix them in. Why is Mark question. so stupid? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> why? <laughs> okay. Um, Intermittent fasting, and that's one I think uh, we did a. Short this is a question that I actually asked you to address because, uh, I, I I do it on my days off. Like today, I'm not working. I woke up at like nine o'clock, and I just drank coffee this morning, and I probably had the first solid food I ate around one because I'm not hungry. 
But I'm wondering why it's good to try that if like to try to acclimate yourself to that, I guess. Yeah. Um, and we, we've addressed this before, you know, it, it's, I, I get the question a lot. Like, well, hold on, you don't eat breakfast or if like I have a breakfast meeting or something and all I have is Well, coffee. and uh, we also, the, our, our one really bad review was because uh, we made her angry. Oh, right. Talking about intermittent fasting. She got all bent out of shape. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. That was funny. That was a funny noise. Um, and so really like the, the simply human way to look at it is that our ancestors probably didn't eat every two hours. They probably had a very uh, a shorter, uh, what's called an eating window than, you know, eat six meals a day every two hours kind of a deal. Like our ancestors probably didn't eat every two hours uh, just because they just couldn't. And so from a simply human, like doing things that humans were designed to do sort of uh, perspective, um, it's it just makes sense and we don't need to know the science behind it. Yeah, but there, there is can be more behind right, that right. because, you no, know, no, no, that, the, I understand the value of saying this is what our ancestors did, but, you know, our ancestors, our ancestors also didn't, like, drive a car or whatever. So right, I understand right. the point, the overall point you're right. trying to make, but some of that paleo well, stuff, like uh, our ancestors, some of that's a little bit lost on me. Right, well, that's... Because we're yeah. smarter now right, than right, we right. were millions of years ago. So that's, like, sort of the overarching, like, global, you know, deal. Now, yeah, grinding down into the details, what, what happens um, when you eat every two hours, when you eat, your body is sort of goes into a state of inflammation sometimes as it's digesting the food. Okay, yeah, your body has to work to digest right. whatever you're eating. Right, and so uh, in the same way that you are inflamed when you exercise, right? Right. That, that, that you have to, you know, but being in that state, exercising every two hours wouldn't be great for your musculoskeletal system. So eating every two hours can, you know, it, 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 you never give your digestive system a chance to to recover or reset. There are digestive enzymes that need to be replenished, things like that. Uh, there's something called autophagy. It's a u t o p h a g y. It is the the sort of the cellular waste where there's this process. Your body goes in and sort of cleans out all the cellular junk, right? And if okay. and if you if your body never get a ch- gets a chance to do that, then you get you start getting this buildup of what well, you know simple term is just cellular waste that never gets a chance to get cleaned out. Having a fasting window, a 16 to 20 hour window that you are quote unquote fasting and not having to use your digestive system gives your body a chance to go through the autophagy. You get to replenish your digestive enzymes. You, when you are not eating, when you are in a state of fast, your insulin is hopefully not elevated, so are you, you are using fat for fuel. There's another benefit. So there's all these benefits. That, that okay, so if I understand that. That, that, that makes far more yeah. sense. See, that's, that's the science that I'm looking for. And that, that tells me common sense. That your body needs time to recover both from, you know, from a lot of different things. Anything that causes inflammation and causes it to work, you have to have a recovery period. And you know, I guess what you're saying is you know, our, whatever your time between your dinner and your breakfast the next morning – might not be enough time to get that recovery done, I guess. Right, right. Okay. Um, I'm trying. Yeah. So, so what I tell people, if if you have been eating human foods for a long time, this may be something that you just sort of accidentally do. And that's it, what I. That's how I stumbled upon it. Yeah. Uh, or it's something that um, you know you don't really have to really try hard to do. If if though you were coming out, okay, you're like, all right, New Year's resolution. I've been eating like junk for the next, for the last six months. I'm gonna not eat until noon. Your morning is gonna be a nightmare. 
Um, yeah, I feel like this is maybe something that you have to ease into over time. Yeah, this is not a day one technique. This is more like, all right, I've I've got my you know what I eat. I've got that pretty well in control now. I'm going to start tweaking some things, perhaps. Right, and so yeah, what I what I tell people to do, and I and I'm working with a lot of people right now that are just starting on. You know, either the alt shift diet, which if you want to buy that book, go to simplymlifestyle.com. It's the first thing you see. Uh, My wife, by the way, is going to start doing. Oh, that cool! With, yeah, with me, yeah, very cool. Um, so people that are starting that, I don't suggest. All right, do alt shift uh, or you know, or start cutting out grains and sugars and and do intermittent fasting. I just say right. you might there may come a day when you look up at the clock and it's eleven o'clock or ten thirty, and you haven't eaten. That's good. That's a good sign. That's not, you know, this whole idea that breakfast is the most important meal of the day is one of those uh, myths that's been constructed through faulty uh, observational studies and news articles that, and, and front page, mag, you know, that says this is, the, yeah, right. the, you know, so which is not, there's really no data behind it. Well, so. I think didn't uh, we discuss at one point that was kind of uh, an invention of like the, the, the breakfast food industry? Like, uh, didn't I hear somewhere that's like, uh, the guy who invented post toasties, like this is part of like the mythology, seriously, of the, of like, uh, oh, breakfast, most important meal of the day. And while you're at it, why don't you have some of these for breakfast? It's a marketing ploy yeah. is, is uh, I think I've, I've read or heard somewhere yeah. about that. So there you go. Yes. Um, okay. So it's like you said, to summarize, nutshell that, uh, first let's worry if you are making the transition first, let's worry about cutting out grains, cutting out sugars, and getting comfortable get it, making that your new normal. And then you may find that you're just going to do it automatically. If you eat when you're hungry and you wake up and you're not hungry, then maybe – and I think there's a Pavlovian response to that. You've been eating. Uh, you wake up. You take a shower. You eat breakfast. You've been doing that for so many years. Your body may be telling you now is the time to eat because now is the time to eat. But if you maybe listen a little bit more intuitively to your body, maybe you're not wanting food. Maybe you're wanting – you know, that, that routine, I guess. Right. Yeah. So there you go. So um, pay attention, be mindful of, of how you actually feel. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and sometimes if you just drink some water, uh, yeah. that helps. Well, that's why I drink um, coffee, you know, when I wake up in the morning Yeah. is that, you know, I'm getting something in my stomach, but like today I woke up at nine o'clock and I didn't eat anything until right before we started doing this. Yeah. I had my first solid food and I didn't kind of even realize it. And I'm up and around cleaning the house and doing a ton of stuff. Yeah. I didn't eat any food until, you know, one thirty or so. And I had kind of forgotten about that. So, um, I, I, just, I feel better and just function better when I don't eat before noon. A lot of times I don't eat before dinner. Um, but except when we go on our yearly, our annual anniversary trip, we do like four days in, in a little city called Green, Texas. It's just north of New Braunfels down here. It's a little, little antique, little cute little place, you know? And, yeah. uh, and they have, it's like a, it's a bed and breakfast and they make this incredible breakfast. So four days of the year is like, I'll have breakfast. And I just, I just did it. And it, you know, it's like, I don't, I didn't, I don't die. You know, it's not a big deal. If you have breakfast every now and then, it's not like a, it's a, a big deal, but anyway, um, Okay, so let's do another. Uh, actually, let's do a funny one. So okay. it, it's a kind of a long one. That's what you think. Yeah, it's like the third time I've said long or short one. It, there's sort of a, a backstory behind it. Um, but the question was, what's the longest pee you or any other human has ever taken? This I is, think I might have told this story on the podcast. I don't think when you we had have Steve on. I think I, I'll, I'll retell it. So when we were in high school, Mark and I, uh, we. How we met, we were going to the same church, a large church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and we went all the time, and that was, you know, all my friends growing up were friends we met from the youth group at church. Well, 
we went to a church camp, a week-long church camp at where Mark and I ended up going to, to college in Abilene, which is about three hours west of Dallas, which is where we're from. So we are we go to this camp. It's fun, what, what, yada, yada, whatever. So we're going to leave and drive back, and it's a three-hour drive back. Well, about 30 minutes into that drive back, I'm like, man, I got to pee. Well, I'm like 16 at this point, so uh, you know, if a 10-year-old says I have to pee, you better start thinking about your strategy here. Well, one of the youth ministers is driving, one of the youth guys. Jeff, I think it was actually Jeff Harden, by the way. Um, Favorite. And I'm like, hey, I got to pee. And he's like, dude, we just left. Like, We might stop on the way there. We might not, but like, let's try to hold it here. So I'm holding it and holding it and holding it, she said. And uh, – we're past the point where I'm like, okay, I need to go. And we still have maybe like an hour and a half left to get back to Dallas. And he's like, all right, tell you what. And he has this, uh, it's not a gallon. It's an empty quart of Gatorade okay, and like a quart sized bottle, 32 ounces. He's like, okay, tell you what, if you can hold it till we get back to the church and you can fill this bottle up, then I will buy you lunch this week. Okay. And I'm like, oh, challenge, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, I'm holding it, and it, this is the longest I've ever had to hold it. And it's like, I'm really kind of surprised in retrospect that it sustained some kind of kidney damage. So we get back to the church. We pull in the parking lot, and I'm like first out the door. I'm sprinting into the church. I can't believe I didn't just whip it out in the parking lot. Well, I run into the bathroom, and, and I, uh, I'm peeing, and I actually overfill uh, so more than 32 ounces of pee, like I had to like, Oh God, Oh God, it's getting full. I'm like, switch off and like move it so that I didn't uh, over like actually f- overfill the bottle, but I cap it up and I walk out and I was like, here's a huge quart of jug of pee. And I'm like, ha, ah, you owe me lunch. And I could tell the look on his face is like, Oh my gosh, this idiot. So that's the long, and I, I, I couldn't tell you how long it takes to urinate out 32 ounces plus, uh, it's a long time, though, because it seems like I was getting uh, tired of standing there, for sure. What? Can you hear me? Yeah. I can't hear you. Oh, God. you can't? Sorry, I was, I was talking. Oh, no, I got you now. I got you now. I got you Okay. Now. So, yeah, I think I, for some reason, I, my mic was, like, off for a second. Um, oh, well, way to go. I thought you were laying out on me. I was no, like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's a lot of pee. So, that's... That one is the this, this longest I've ever had to pee, and before that, the only time I've ever timed myself... <laughs> it's funny. I know oh these. Like the back no, of my hand. I, I don't know a, what I, I have a story on this too. Yeah. When I was a little kid, I used to go stay with my grandparents for a week in the summertime. When I'm, you know, 11, 12, 13. Yeah. And my grandmother took me to go see Gremlins two in the theater. And I'm, you know, I'm probably like eleven. Well, uh, I have to get up pretty early to pee, but I don't want to miss the movie. And so I'm like, right. I'm just gonna hold, just gonna hold it, just gonna hold it. Well, at the end, I, you know, when the movie's over, I run to the bathroom and I actually put a stopwatch to it, and it was something like a minute twenty of just solid pee. Yep. That's the only really time I've ever put a stopwatch to it. But that's a long time pee if you're just so. There you go. Awesome. Okay, so I have a story. Okay. <sighs> um, I real I, informative for the listener today, by the way. Yeah. Why are farts funny? And yeah, tell us some pee stories. <laughs> well, when I was probably sixth or seventh grade. I got I don't remember where I got it but I got I got this little like it was like a tiny little file cabinet for index cards like that's how big it was right so it was like a little black uh, little file cabinet thing like a miniature file cabinet and the only okay. the only thing that I could think at that age to file were like records 
Rogers records. Oh my like gosh! This is not going to go in a, so, in a positive direction. So one of, one of my tabs in my little file thing that I got for I don't know where I got it was I I remember very distinctly it said Rogers records on it and my first thought was I'm the I'm gonna I'm gonna set the you know everything that I do will be the record right because it's the first time we've ever recorded dear God so I was like I'm gonna like try to <laughs> see how long I can hold my pee and then time my pee so this is back this was Madden '94 so the, I must have been in eighth grade yeah so. This is like Christmas break or something. I started drinking like Sprite or something. I had these huge, my you know, we had Cokes and stuff. Uh, it's just in the pantry. So I played Madden 94 and drank as much Sprite as I could and just sat still, you know, it's like waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And I, so I, and it was like 93 seconds, I think was what, was what it ended up being. And I put that on a card and put it in my little file cabinet. That is the only thing I ever put in that file cabinet. <laughs> That's the only record that I ever recorded. It's the record you managed to set is yeah. 93 seconds yeah. to pee. Yeah. <laughs> All wow. Right. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, Let us move on to something more important. Every now and then, it comes up. I don't walk around telling people that I take cold showers, right? Oh, uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I take cold showers. But every, in an iron, man. But every now and then, it comes up in conversation contextually. Is that a word? Okay. Yes, it is. And and people are like, and, what? Why do you, why would you take cold showers? Like a hot shower is like my favorite thing of the whole day. Like why? One thing that I continually say to you. Yeah. So why do I take cold showers? Okay. I started taking cold showers um, back when I read. This is back in 2010. I know uh, 2011. I read the Four Hour Body by one of my man crushes, Tim Ferriss. Uh, and, Listen to his podcast. Anything he suggests, I would recommend to you. Uh, MeUndies, we talk about in a few minutes in, in uh, Humans Being Human. Stephen and I <laughs> talk about MeUndies. That was a Tim Ferriss thing. Um, tried, I've tried to get him on the show, but uh, he has people who have people, and it's hard He's to get He's big time, and you're MeUndies, not. major big time. Um, and in his, that was back when I was really interested in like, and f- you know, fat loss and, and metabolism, things like that. He, re- he recommended doing cold showers to induce what is called cold thermogenesis. Okay. Okay. And what thermogenesis is, uh, it is the pro- thermogenesis, the process of heat production in organisms, right? So cold thermogenesis is like the opposite of that. It's like the, the, the process of like heat reduction, right? Um, and so what happens, uh, several things happen. Just like we did with intermittent fasting, the simply human perspective on this is that our ancestors were exposed to varying temperatures throughout the day. Right. Just like they were exposed. It's not like me who I'm exposed to 72 degrees all day long because I'm sitting in the house. Right, right. That is not the human design. Like uh, light is the same way. We're not designed to be under fluorescent lights 24 hours a day, right? We are designed to be exposed to variations in light, uh, brightness, lux, uh, temperature, food, eating, like it's, you know, every eating all the same time. Like, you know, that's why the alt shift is, is good because it's a five, three, you know, uh, so you're never on like a, a weekly cycle. It's, it's By the way, that, up. Uh, if Jason, if you're listening to this, that drives me crazy. That makes my <laughs> brain insane. I wish it was four and three. Right. God, I hate you. But that's anyway. good. Yeah. So now, there are cycles in nature, right? There is the the sun has like an eleven year cycle. Then there's like the yearly cycle of the Earth. And there's a twenty four hour cycle of the rotation of the Earth. Then there are 
tide, 12-hour tide, ocean tide cycles, and it goes all the way down to one-second cycles, right? So rhythms and cycles are in nature, correct, and that is a good thing, but there also needs to be variation. And so um, lots of things happen, and there's one uh, study that I read, and I took a quote out of it. So, okay, it's like the summary of this whole huge, long article says... It appears cold thermogenesis not only opens a novel metabolic pathway in modern mammals and humans, but it also activates our longevity genes epigenetically. And what epigenetics is, we had a, a, a chiropractor on, oh, back in the early days of the Symbiome Podcast, and all we talked about was epigenetics. So I'll put that link, I'll, I'll link to that show in this show notes. But basically, epigenetics is the expression of our genes. So like we all have our genes, like I might have a gene for cancer, but if I don't uh, stimulate that cancer gene to become cancerous, right? So like th- then it, then I won't have I won't get cancer, you know, like that. So it's like okay. we have all these genes, and what we how we live and what we eat and what we're exposed to can express certain genes and can keep other genes not expressed, right? Okay. So that's kind of in a nutshell what epigenetics is. So. It can activate your longevity genes epigenetically. Think about like, I don't know if you, like whenever Michael Phelps is doing his uh, Olympic stuff, right? And they always do the story about how much he eats, right? Yes. And he's like, very- something ridiculous, like 10,000 calories a day. It's right. Like, I take two large pizzas and I yeah. put like 11 tacos in between them and have a giant taco sandwich yes. pizza, stuff like that. And if you do the math, it, it sounds like, really delicious, by the way. Yes. I know. It, if you just looked at his movement, there's no way that he should be a lean person. Right, because if you just are walking or, or running for as long as he is, it doesn't add up. It's, a, it's he's burning, you know, eighteen hundred calories and he's eating twelve thousand. But he's right. in the water, right? And the water is not ninety-eight point six degrees. The water, you know, pool is usually pretty cold, and the the transduction of the heat in the water, like you, your body really has to work hard when you're in the pool. To, unless it's heated, right, to keep your body temperature in, in the range of, you know, life, right, like 98.6, give or take, a few degrees. Okay. And so you burn a lot more calories. And I know it's not all about calories, but it's like our ancestors didn't really have to exercise. It's like the combination of them not eating non-human foods, being exposed to cold temperature, all those things sort of work together to keep them at a healthy body weight to, to survive in their environment. Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, in lieu of cold showers, what if you're someone who their work, for instance, a policeman, whose work takes them in and out of the cold and the warm, like inside my car it's warm, but outside it's not, it's, it's cold. So uh, it's not, you know, during the wintertime, I have to dress warm for work because I know that I'm going to be outside for some reason every single day for an extended amount of time where it's like, you know, here around here, it's like 40 to 35 yeah. degrees. Is that an acceptable substitute or is there something specific about cold showers? It's it's really like, okay, so what, the best thing to do is like a cold soak, right? So like at the university up, up where I work, like there's, we have the trainer's room where that has the, uh, the cold tub and it's at like 50, 55 degrees and I'll go sit in that for four or five minutes up to my neck. And I mean, you're, you're shivering and you're cold for you know the next hour or two i mean it is it's a it's a you can't man you're doing a hell of a job of selling this thing yeah you can't well no but it's like it's like well you're gonna be freezing your balls off all day long (laughs) so so cold the water like induces the process more efficiently and faster so whereas air 
it, it's you're not getting you would have to be outside in the air for a lot longer than if you just well i guess before. when i'm outside i'm wearing you know clothes and stuff right so, so it's not to say that there's no benefit there's another study showing that the brown adipose tissue which is like <laughs> the <laughs> that comes out of your bottom uh, <laughs> it's the the adipose tissue that like is like that uh is like around your organs and stuff that a lot of times you can't see but it's really bad for you yeah um that that can be released and and burned and let go uh, with the with the uh, introduction of cold thermogenesis. So the cold showers, and I've gotten to wear like you know how when you're in a hot shower and you get out, you're freezing, right? Yeah. You like you don't want to. I, I I never want to turn the water off because I don't want to be cold, right? It's the opposite with cold showers. Like you you're not in the shower very long. It's one like if I'm in a hurry, it's like man, I'm glad I'm taking a cold shower because like you don't just sit under the water like oh this is so refreshing, but it is it becomes refreshing. But when you turn the water off, your body, as it as it's trying to warm you up, you have this like warming sensation, and so it's it's really kind of a cool thing. So I I've gotten unless I have like a fever or something, and I have the chills, I I can't remember the last time I took a hot shower. Um, this is one of those things you talk about where I kind of like turn tune me out. I'm, I'm making like my my eyes are like looking out of this like yeah. all cocked to the side, like okay, yeah. well. Yeah. I might consider it's, trying this. It's definitely but. it's definitely not for everybody, but if it's some if if you're somebody who is really struggling with fat loss and you've you've tried everything and you feel like you're you're moving now like you're a talking human, to me now, so if, well, if if you know, that might be something and and I wouldn't suggest just starting off I think what Tim Ferriss suggested was at the end of your hot shower, turn it cold. Just for you know, ten or fifteen seconds. Just do it for a little bit, and just kind of get used to it. Like I, I get, the other part, the other good thing about it is, I think we've talked about this too before, where doing things that aren't in your comfort zone are just good for you. Um, yeah, and, well, I meant to ask you like about that specific like uh, some most normal people. I don't want to say I'm not normal. Like they don't get into a fight or flight situation very often, so this is good for them to be like always. Mo- I'm in fight or flight. More often than you'd think, uh, because of what I do, yeah. does that mean that I need to be careful to manage? And I'm not just talking about cops. I'm talking about uh, firefighters as well. Uh, nurses are probably uh, – and doctors, ER doctors especially, yeah, are probably yeah. in that same level of like, hey, we are getting to where our adrenaline is dumping uh, pretty often. Do we need to be careful about managing stuff like that? Yeah. Um, so we don't do it very often or um, – yeah, that's a good question. I I think it it's more of it's more of like a mental thing, I think. It's not not so much as like a stress management okay. thing. It's just like if you if you just get used to doing those types of things, it just sort of opens up your mind to to I don't know, not getting stuck in the same rut and it opens up okay. different like chemical pathways and and different parts of your brain light up when you do sort that sort of thing. And even even this morning, I get out of the shower and I just kind of have to go Especially like when the water in the ground is really cold because it's thirty degrees outside, and I just turn the cold on and oh, here we go, here we go, okay. super cold, yeah. And it's like, and it, just, and it kind of takes your breath away. Like Jen asked me a question, she was like standing in her sink, like was the ready. question, "Why are you such an idiot?" Yeah. <laughs> well, she was, uh, the water turns on, and she asked me something, and I was, I was went to answer, and I was like. It's, you know, like she was like, "What is wrong with you?" I was like, "Cold, cold, cold shower." 
oh, oh. and then you get out and it's so refreshing. <laughs> oh, it's greatness. You know what? Um, By the way, I didn't mean to hijack this. And also, we, I want to be clear. We're not saying that if you're having – that uh, the key to losing weight is taking cold showers. Right. That sounds like a very Dr. Oz thing. Yes. We're not saying that. We're saying that could be something that you use in your overall strategy. Yes. Which is – And the, the main parts of that overall strategy, the base need to be eating correct foods. Yeah. And uh, and movement and stress release and sleep. We're not yeah. saying like, oh well, these four tips to lose forty pounds by President's right, Day. Right, right, We're not saying that at all. So, yeah, yeah, and and the th- yeah, like and and the simply human uh, way to get healthy is this huge spectrum of things that could just be one of the many God, things. I hate you. You're going to make me do this, aren't you? You're going. I'm going to oh, sit here every day man. and be like, God, Mark's the, the, turn the cold water The on. best cold showers of all time. I remember last year in, in that, in Green, when we went and stayed in, the, in Green, it's right on the Guadalupe River and I went down and soaked every day for like four minutes in the Guadalupe River and it was 34 degrees outside and the water was probably not much warmer than that. Um, and that was greatness. Um, but uh, that reminds me of I, I watched a Man versus Wild recently, where Bear, yeah. and I still I'm the only person to still watch that show. But Bear Girls jumped into like a frozen lake yeah. in Siberia, naked. naked. It's like several times, and uh, a couple of days later at work, I was involved in the thing where I was outside all night long, like in the cold. And yeah. I remember telling my friends, I was like, "Hey, uh, I'm I'm really chattering and I'm very cold right now, but I just like yesterday, I just watched a thing of Bear Girls like uh, in the Siberian River, so I think I'm going to be okay here." Guys. Speaking I'm of just Bear Girls. Think warm. I, you know, we say slippery. That's, this is, watch out, the ice is slippery. That's how we yeah. say it. In the UK, they say slippy. Oh, do they really? That's what he says. And so, Crikey. well, I start, I've, Good day, mate. I started, I started saying that, like, to my daughter, like, to my kids, and now they, they, they don't say slippery. I want to do that with several words. They like, say I slippy. I think it would be really cool if, like, our kids called their, like, my wife, their mother, if they called her mum. I've always thought yeah. that's very cool so, that like yeah. Canadian people and British mom, people do that. So mom. yeah, so my, my kids say it's slippy out here. You know, I'm like, oh, that's funny. How much uh, time do we have left? Uh, we need to wrap it up. Uh, okay, one very quick question. Okay, uh, orange glasses to sleep. Uh, if you're not acquainted with what I'm talking about, go to simplyhumanlifestyle.com/sleep. Yes, you'll read about melatonin, uh, the blue light from uh, devices and regular light and daylight. Uh, that's what contributes to you not sleeping, especially if you're, you know, whatever. So you need to have, if you don't have them now, you need to have orange glasses to sleep. My question is this very quickly, the orange UVEX glasses that we have on the website, Uh are those very specific? Because my wife broke hers the other day and she bought some different orange tinted glasses and they're like shooting glasses. Yeah. But it seems like the tint is a little bit different. Like I'm looking right at the, both of them side by side. They look like the same color, but like when I put them on, like my phone screen, looks a little bit different shade. Is it specific to those UVX ones or really any of them that have orange tint? Um, it's not It's not just the orange tint. Now, I'm not saying that the shooting glasses don't have the blue blocking characteristic, okay. but I, I've got a friend who's got like a laser pointer thing. that You may, you may have access to something like that. Um, and I was wearing... I use that to test. Like when I wear the UVX ones, he would point it at like across the street and I couldn't see the light. When I put on the other ones, like I do have some like, like some, you know, like the glasses that you'd wear like at a sporting clays deal or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I could, I could see the light. So you may So when you're shopping for the glasses, first of all, you don't need to shop for them. Go to our website. You can buy them directly through there and they're like eight bucks. There's no reason to shop. You're not, I got to find something or six. Yeah. 
but I have my like wife three pair of them. Didn't know yeah. this when she bought them. She didn't realize it. But so you're looking for ones. What's the verbiage? Like um, blue blocking, blue light yeah, blocking. Right, blue blue light blocking, or like the Uvex ones. They are for welders. So if you get like like safety goggles for like welders, that so they're designed to to keep that super bright welding light okay. out of the of the retina. Um, and then that's just you know it just so happens really quickly. I. Uh, you know, we talk about uh, sleep and stuff. The theta sleep wave is like the, um, that's when you, you do like the jerking thing, you know, like when you're, oh my God, oh, please geez. rescue my thoughts from that. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like when you're laying in bed and like, you just like, Wah! like you're, you're sitting on an airplane and you start to fall asleep and then you jerk like that. Yes. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. I do. So, yeah. So that's like a sleep wave. It's, it's not the deepest sleep, but it's part of, I did a theta, uh, wave brainwave meditation in bed right before I went to sleep last night. And it was the first time that I can remember that I didn't have to get up in the middle of the night and go pee. Wait, say this again because I have to do this. This is what hijacks my sleep every day when yeah. I'm working. I ha- go to sleep when I get home at 7 or 6.37 and I wake up to pee every day at like noon yeah. or noon like 12.30 and sometimes and I can't, can't go, go back, back to sleep. sleep. Yeah, Tell I, me this again because I, I wasn't I, listening. I have to wake up at like 2 or 3. It, I, it's what I, what I think is I don't really have to – like I don't have to pee so bad that it wakes me up from sleep. I think that I'm just – I come up out of sleep into like an alpha wave meditation. Uh, uh, brainwave, and I just kind of happen to wake up because I maybe sort of have to pee, that kind of thing. So, which which sort of proves that. And and I mean, I drank a big glass of water with magnesium in it right before I went to bed. So it's not like I you know didn't have liquid in my bladder. So the brainwave mm. app, that binaural deals, you have to put in your uh, headset to put in either ear, and it gives it's like a there's like 32 different. You can do like morning meditation. You can do it's just a combination of alpha waves, beta waves, theta waves, all these different things. It's it's very interesting. It, it, email me if you have any questions about it. More questions, and I can I'll email you back. Um, cool. But I did a theta wave. You can just I did a ten minute theta wave meditation before I went to bed. And I just got in bed. And I don't know why. I because I hadn't meditated yesterday, and I was like, well, I'm gonna. I need to do a meditation today. I'm going to try to do one you know, as, as many days as I can this year. That's like one of my things I'm going to try to do this year. And uh, so I did it, right? You know, and then as soon as it was over, and I kind of fell asleep towards the end of it. And as soon as it was over, I just threw the headset off and put my sleep mask on and just went to sleep. The next thing I know, it was 645, and my daughter was waking me up. I was oversleeping. Hmm. Like, I was like, what in the world? Like, I... Should wow. think about doing this. Yeah. By the way, did I tell you that I've been meditating? No, I have not told you this. Uh, it's every day for a week straight. Awesome. Uh, I have meditated before I went to sleep, and I don't know if it's connected yet. Uh, we'll find out. I need a larger sample size, but I've been sleeping really, really yeah. well. But uh, I've been, and it's something very, very simple. Anybody can do what I'm doing. I for three. I set my. I get in my bed. I set my phone alarm for three minutes. And I do that box breathing we talked about. Yes. You breathe in slowly for four, a count of four, hold. hold it for a count of four, breathe out for a count of four, yeah. hold that for a count of four, and literally you're just doing those four things over, until my alarm goes off. And uh, I've been getting really, really, really awesome. good sleep. I bet it and is. And that's big for related. me. But I think that's why I struggle yeah. with some of this stuff. Like I 
I'm pretty tight about my diet for the most part, and I don't see kind of the results other people do. I'm convinced that's because of the the, the sleep that I get, lack thereof. Yeah. But uh, it's been helping me quite a bit. So yeah, no, I bet it is related. I, and I found out I tried to meditate in the morning, and I that's just I just I can't put that in my routine. I just can't make it stick. I I do better when I meditate at night. And for, yeah. I don't know why. So it doesn't matter when you do it. Just do it. Um, yeah. Another thing that you can do that I've, I've done, like just another technique that you can just focus on something, is try to, in the t- five minutes and the three minutes and the ten minutes that you do, try to just count your breaths. So when you're breathing in slowly, you're just like, okay, this is one. I'm on one. I'm on one. I'm on one. I'm on the first breath. And you're, just, as you're exhaling. You're thinking, it's, what I, it's how I used to count laps when I was swimming a ton. It's really, I mean, I would swim, you know, hundreds of laps and, and, oh, and that's a bragging montage. Yeah, and no, and, and like never lose my place. And it was a very meditative, ex, you know, I would always feel this like really rejuvenated mentally after a long swim. And it's because as I would, every stroke, I was like, all right, this is 14, 14, 14, 14. It was like, so try to keep, like count how many breaths you take. It doesn't, don't, you know, anyway. Um, cool. Just a technique. All right. There we go. Now it is time for Humans Being Human. Here's Steven. He's an early listener. Finally yes. got, him, got him on the show. He emailed us with a really funny story, and I think this is a good one. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. And Rick is on the line as well. And Rick. And Rick. What's up, Stephen? How are you? Uh-huh. I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? It's a pleasure to meet you. You, I remember you. You were one of the early people who left an actual iTunes yes. review. Yes. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is a long timer. Yeah. So this is good. Thank you for, yeah. for reaching out to us. Oh, yeah, no problem. It was uh, kind of crazy. Like I was like, how this, how it happened, and... I was like, well, I because trying to think of a story, all, all these listening to all these podcasts, and then like all of a sudden this happened, and I was like, wow, I got to email Mark and Rick. Well, the funny thing is, if you have to, if you have to like think about it, it's probably not a, a story. But if you're like, oh, well, that's yeah, that's a story. Well, that's what my goal as a human being is to influence all of America to when like something bananas happens, like they drop a bowling ball on their nuts, that the first thing they're like, I got to call Mark and Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, before you tell the story, I there's a song that my dad used to sing to me as a small child that I think will set us up. Okay. Is that is that weird, Rick? <laughs> no, it's not weird. Do you have any idea what well, I'm I mean, it's to weird, say? but no. Yeah. I, I, I purposely, and Mark does this too, you send us the email with your story, and I don't reread it because yeah. I want my reaction to be fresh, and right. because my memory yeah. is so terrible, I can't remember anything about it already, so I'll, I'm ready, I'm ready for I it. I just remember thinking of this song... When I read the email, so here's the song. <laughs> My dad just sang this to me oh when God. I was being tucked into bed. As Here comes the vocal majority singing a song. <laughs> stranded, stranded, stranded on the bathroom stall. What do you do when you're stranded and you don't have a role? To prove you're a man, you must wipe with your hand. Stranded. <laughs> That's it. That's the song. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous. I think I figured out now why you are the way you are. <laughs> and then, and then, and then I, you would kiss me on the on the head, and I and I would go to sleep with those uh, visions dancing in my head. Okay, so I think I think that sets us up, does it not? I believe I, it. I, I believe it does as well. <laughs> well. Well, we are already recording, FYI, so you may just go into your stories. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well. So I mean, typically. I usually try to try to get all my business done at home. 
as but a anyway, but, uh, very quickly we're gonna pause and pause this very why do we that. do that because i like to poop at work because i like to know that <laughs> i just made eleven dollars <laughs> to take a dump <laughs> or you don't like have I'm, to worry about a uh, splash factor on your own to- toilet <laughs> true <laughs> very true anyway okay so anyway I'm but sorry. um no it's all right and then um so but sometimes it happens you just gotta go and so I go to the, the normal stall where I go when I'm at work. And then I don't even think to check the toilet paper or anything yeah. like that because it's one of the double rolls oh, with yeah. that huge yeah. utility, like, thousand Full of John Wayne rolls. paper. <laughs> Lifetime <laughs> supply of paper. Exactly. So It's just who, basically who just think? like loose-leaf notebook paper yeah. that you're wiping oh, yep. yourself with. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, not the most comfortable, but... So I just sit down, do my business, and then mm. I like reach in up to grab some toilet paper, and uh, what do you know? Is that the fr- roll? Is that frantic? Like, is, like no, 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 is, no. <laughs> is empty, and I'm like, okay, well, there's. I'm Two sure rolls. there's some on the other side because this had yeah, never would have thought that this would happen. I reach over there, and what do you know? That's empty too. All you oh, feel is man. the the cardboard roll. So I'm like, okay. Now what do I do? I think you could hear like the sound, so, the sound effect of your hand, like kind of initially just like kind of a soft, and then it gets more frantic. Like no, 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 no like no, reaching no, no. into an empty plastic container, <laughs> flipping, like flailing around looking for paper. Now, I, honestly, this doesn't feel like a humans being human story. It feels like I'm listening to Bear Grylls, <laughs> so like a survival story. So let's yeah. uh, out, out in the wild. Yeah. In in my mind, but, I have several options here. Let's yeah, find but, out how you chose to solve the problem. Yes. So I had to kind of survey the situation and try and feel, be like, okay, that didn't feel like it was super messy. <laughs> <laughs> so Step I one, probably I can make it to another bathroom. So okay, right. hang on, is this a is this a single toilet bathroom or is this like multiple this stalls? Is, no, this is a single oh, no. toilet bathroom. So oh, when you man. say make it to another bathroom, do you mean you're gonna just keep your pants down around your ankles <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> off to the next <laughs> with your butt showing? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't do that. That would have been pretty crazy. But so I gracefully. Pull up my underwear, my pants, and do the little kind of like slow shuffle. You have to be very nonchalant. You can't be panicked when you leave the single toilet restroom. Yeah, you're exactly. all sweating when you walk <laughs> out. So I'm trying to be, play cool. I walk out and I'm going to the next possible bathroom. And when I get there, the door is locked. Oh, so I'm like, oh, no. great. Now I have to try and think of where the other bathrooms are to go and finish finish uh, the the job clean. so oh yeah. god I walk back out into it's the, the other bathroom option is there's one upstairs which i'm like okay that could Ooh. end up being bad news right yeah right. going the physical maneuver of going upstairs i think screws uh the, screws the whole thing the up. angle of the hip doesn't, is not that <laughs> yeah, well your hip, your hip alignment's all, <laughs> all Slide, sliding together <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I have to go kind of out to the front lobby and sneak behind a couple of people and <laughs> go into the other bathroom. And I make it there, and luckily I sit down again. There is toilet paper in there, and I wipe it, and 
what do I know? It ended up being no wiper, what, being a ninja, yeah, oh, being a, a ghost. What my, what my friends and I call the ghost. Yeah, we call yeah. that yeah the so. ghost wipe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I well. can imagine you like running up to the lobby and the receptionist is like, "Can I help you?" And you just start frantically pulling out all the Kleenexes out of the box, like, and running off. So I was thinking, I was like, okay, what are some some options that you could take? Uh, there, I've always heard, and this is actually. Believe it or not, this has never happened to me. Like in a oh. public, it's happened to me at my house all the time because I'm the only person. My wife has left me with the one yeah. like uh, Str- half sheet left on the table oh, no. about probably about four thousand times. And then it's I but that's no big deal. I need some toilet paper. Yeah, I'm screaming in the house <laughs> like shooting flares. But it's never happened to me in a public place. But I've always heard like okay. I could always take a sock off. Yes, yes, yes. Or uh, I feel like a better solution, you know, because there's, you know, I am a man who wears underwear all the time. Mark that. But like, uh, take your underwear off, wipe with those, throw them in the trash can, Mark Ryder style. Like yeah. you can go yeah. the rest of your day without underwear. Right. Right. Uh, unless you spend very, emergency. Unless you have me undies like I have. <laughs> They're, they're a little bit more expensive. I'm not throwing away my MeUndies. No. I'm not are... kidding you. When I'll, uh, I'll look in my underwear drawer, and we're all pushing. Like, we're all almost to, to <laughs> double-digit de- uh, years. So, yeah. no big I just, deal I just me. threw away a huge trash bag full of underwear. Because I got these MeUndies. The MeUndies are amazing. <laughs> uh, we don't get it. We're not getting that any money. That has to be the end. Did you use uh, the Tim Ferriss discount code? I did. Yes. That's how I heard percent off the yeah. first order. That's how I heard about them. And yeah. I got and I ordered 5 pair and they're the most amazing underwear I've ever. I need to reach out and see if they uh, will be an it's affiliate. Just, you got to Rick, you got to try it. You Rick, gotta, it's I'll just got to test them no, out. No, it's they're, not. I, trust me. Uh, yeah. Trust us on this. It, 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 the, the way that it feels on your skin, the way that it feels against your pants, it's just they're just amazing. I have to say that. I, I sent you a picture mm. of it, Rick. Remember those yellow ones? I know you sent me a picture. Yes, I know you sent me a picture of yourself and your underwear. I can't remember. Which happens about a dozen times a year. Oh, okay, the funniest part is quickly about the speaking of underwear. I think we've all watched, and if you haven't, go watch the Netflix documentary "Making a Murderer." The funniest. Oh no! no don't run it! Don't no, run it! No, no, I'm not gonna, We're in the middle of it. I'm not, oh I'm, yes, I know what you're. But he goes. <laughs> he's like, "How could you slave that he has? You know, that this person was wearing this underwear, and my client clearly does not even own underwear. Like, I thought. He, I thought. I thought they were gonna say like he. Oh, he wears boxers or he wears briefs. It was no. He doesn't even. <laughs> he not, doesn't not, own. He doesn't even wear underwear. He doesn't even. Believe it or not, that's what I was thinking when I was talking, <laughs> saying like, "Hey, you could use your own underwear to wipe." I was like, I was Uh-oh. actually thinking. I was like, "Well, that guy making a murderer doesn't even own underwear. Like, you can totally get." Buy for half a day without yeah. underwear if you oh. need to. I, I, I've had that has happened to me several times where I have no kidding. You can, yeah, <laughs> and you can either, and I don't know why is it. Well, you you can either call, you can call for help. That's another option. You can say, hey, uh, oh yeah, in the era of now, the cell phone, yeah, but, you can. But if you yeah, but if but if it's yeah. a single toilet. Then you got a problem. But if there's like a toilet oh, yeah. a urinal, you can just yeah. you can just wait for someone to come in and be like, hey, uh, you have me a paper towel or you know, that's an option. Or you could like uh, hunch one leg up on the sink and rinse your oh. bunghole with just your hand splashing water up on there. A homemade bidet. There you the, go. The other <laughs> simply the, human oh, bidet. Gross. <laughs> or stick your butt in the urinal and flush it. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> the other another op- another option is just to like be like well like when i was when i was doing like endurance races and stuff i would be on these long runs training runs and i'd i would just i got to where like i would just drop trow and go like on the side of the road and i would just pull them up and keep running keep going and and it's like you could just pull them up and an hour later if it's itchy then you need to go deal with it uh oh uh, for marcus rockers <laughs> Call that itchy hole syndrome, I believe, is what that's called. Um, yes, maybe. and remember. Maybe, maybe <laughs> uh, well, Stephen, we are right at ten minutes. Uh, this has been uh, this is a great way to start off the humans being human year, uh, the first show of two thousand and sixteen. Yeah, it's crazy to say that. Yeah, no. Well, Thank he- you so much for your time. Thank you for for uh, enlightening all of us on your ex- escapades as being a regular old human. Because I'm sure there's, you know, of the 15 people that listen to the show, I'm sure at least that's seven happened. of them are like, oh yeah, that's yeah. happened. Oh, more than two that. Yeah. I bet it'd be 80 percent of the people that's happened to, especially women, because they need it every time. Oh they yeah, go that's in very there. true. So anyway, well, Stephen, hang out for a second. I'm gonna stop the recording, but uh, okay. appreciate you being on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Stephen. That was greatness. Um, and uh, you know if you have another funny story it's like kind of like we talked about if you have to really like force it it's probably not a humans being human story but if you're like well yep there, that was humans being human then you know that's that our goal bad. is to get everyone who listens to the show when that happens to be like oh there it is and yeah. immediately contact <laughs> us <laughs> alright it is now time for the simply human tip of the week something you can start doing today to become a more healthy human and um uh, one of the tips of the week, one of these days, needs to be read a book. But I know you're just you would just <laughs> okay. V- v- to be fair, uh, you read that's a books. funny joke. I actually read quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I read every night to go to sleep. Uh, that's why I use the orange glasses. I read in the iPhone app and my the Kindle app on my phone. But it just takes me forever to read a book because sometimes, seriously, I'll read like one or two pages and immediately fall, fall asleep. asleep. But um, you read, yeah. yes, you read, and and um. It's do just you, a funny. Bit, do you I keep? You don't. You probably don't keep track. Like I, I make. A, I have a little notes in my on my phone of like books that I've read, just because I like to know at the end of the year like how many books I've read in a year. Do you do that at all? Just I used to, but literally it takes me so long to read a book. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not. I, I just finished reading uh, a book called Three Cups of Tea, which apparently is <laughs> supposed to be a true story. Not really true, oh. but. Uh, it's about a guy who was uh, a, a mountaineer, like climbing in uh, the Himalayas, and then somehow meets this tribe and uh, decides he's going to build a school for them. And then so he starts this charity where he built schools all over uh, that area. But uh, it seriously took me—I don't know how many times I had to recheck this book, but it took me about three months <laughs> to read the whole thing. And yeah. it was a good book. Yeah. The book before that, I read like a, a fiction book about. Uh, ancient Egypt, a kind of fiction-ish, and it took me like three or four months to read that. So I'm seriously reading maybe maybe four books, five books at the most a year, but it's okay. not for lack of trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking of tea, it's funny. We were in a text thread uh, a couple days ago, and I had convinced someone in the thread that tea caused cancer. That was really funny. I was just joking, and he was like, wait, what? Where, where did you get this? And I was like, yeah, it was a study. It was just done. It's more than smoking. But anyway, and I was like, I'm joking. Tea does not cause cancer. Tea is very healthy. Um, Opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, Inside joke? <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. So um, I am reading a book right now. Uh, oh, so I had, I had these two books that I was reading and I started them in like December. Well, I finished them both like this week. So I'm already at two this year, uh, which is kind of cheating, but I f- technically finished them in 2016. One of the books I'm reading now is called The Achievement Habit. And if you listen to the JASA podcast on Tuesday, I mention it. 
the tip of the week comes from that book, and I'm just I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to do it from memory. And it, it it talks about having intention and attention for things that you want to achieve. And and the quote that I really liked was, you can either you can sit there and wait for someone to turn like you can sit in the dark and wait for someone to come in and turn the light on, or you can get up and walk across the room and turn the light on. And so that's sort of the tip, like, and, and that's kind of goes along with the, you know, sort of this whole idea of New Year's resolutions and, all right, I'm back on the horse. I'm really, I've got this new resolve. It's a new, turning under, turning over a new leaf kind of thing. If you want to do something, get up and just, and do it. You've got to just do the work, right? And so we, we've talked about that before, but I think it's appropriate as, uh, as so many people are joining gyms and, and my, my simply human business stuff like really picks up every year about this time. Um, and, uh, and that's just, I think that's just, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm not a huge resolution guy, but that I understand that and I, I'm fine with it and then whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the tip of the week, uh, is don't wait for someone to turn the light on, get up and turn the light on yourself. Well, I think this is a good time to tell everyone, like, Listen, I know some people don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Some people do. I don't care. Right, I'm not going right, to sit. Right. If you're a New Year's resolution person, I'm not going to sit here and be like, huh, why don't you do this in November, idiot? Like, I don't really do it, but that's, but if that's what gets you going, that's what gets you going. But that, you know, there's never a right time to start doing that. The right time is, is now, is, right. is whatever you're hearing this. If it's January 7th when the show comes out, if it's April 14th or whatever, just if you recognize something yeah. needs to be done, then do it. Yeah, you can sit around and waste time and be like, "Oh, I'm going to get on that one of these days." But think deep down in your, you know, if you smoke cigarettes, I don't know. I'm just picking something a bad habit. <laughs> he smokes uh, cigarettes. If you smoke, then you know it's not good for you. Yeah. I mean, there's not anybody. This isn't 1945. There's not anybody out there that doesn't know the harm of those. Yeah. So just you, you know the value of it. So just do something about it. Don't put it off for tomorrow. Just get up and do it now. There you go. Um, there's one other thing I was going to say about... Guess who, who smokes. smokes. Inside joke. Another my, inside my joke for Mark. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so in upcoming shows, uh, I'm going to have several. I already... Uh, as I'm reading this book, I'm highlighting, okay, that's, that can be a tip of the week. That's greatness. This is greatness. So I'm going to be pulling a lot of... I'm going to give uh, Philosopher's Notes and Brian Johnson a, a little break. <laughs> well, good. Brian Johnson's probably pretty tired of you ripping yeah. his crap off. <laughs> All right. Um, coming up uh, this month, uh, I know in February we are supposed to have uh, Rob Wolf and Katie Bowman on in February. Dave Wilton, um, Lucy Hendricks' boyfriend, yes. Dave, is going to be oh. on the show. Um, oh. uh, coming up, I think Dave, yeah. he's going to be on the 21st, um, and we're still looking... I'm still trying to. I've reached out to a few people to get me on uh, upcoming uh, for the 14th show, but uh, episode 109, we're still going, so... If you have, uh, in your, you know, everybody listens. Like I have my podcasts I listen to. I know you have your stuff that you listen to, and people that have their stuff that they read. If you're reading something and you're like, hey, it would probably be good. Uh, I read this article and this person was quoted. Send it to me. I'm always. Uh, that's a, a lot of the guests we've had on. You know, I know Tim Wack come from other things. Yeah, yeah has has mentioned. Uh, you know, hey, you listen to this person. I'm like, oh wow, that's great. This is that'd be perfect. So if you have somebody that you think would f- to fit in uh, on the show, let us know. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, go to the website simplyhumanlifestyle.com. If you want to send us um, a little uh, thank you, what is that what you'd call it? I don't know. We hate uh, sitting out here like, you know, holding our hands out, but the bottom line is although it's not a ton of money, the show does 
you know, the website, the show, the production, all this stuff does cost a little bit of money. It's not a tremendous amount, but, uh, you know, it would be nice to have those at least to be breaking even, to be yeah. at zero dollars costing right. us a month. So uh, not trying to guilt trip anybody. If you don't have money, that's fine. If yeah. you do, that's fine, whatever. And if you want to, you know, a, something as little as, you know, a $5 donation, I don't care. I mean, honestly, if somebody sends a dollar, I'm not going to look at that and be like, huh, what a yeah, right, uh, right. I probably should have oh, said that. You got to bleep that on. out. But like, uh, you know, 17. if you want to send something because you you know, appreciate the content and you want this to continue to go, and we're not saying if you don't send us enough money, we're going to pull the plug. We're just, you know, what we're saying. I, right. I don't feel like I need to qualify it anymore. Okay. But if you want to send us something uh, via PayPal, uh, in a, you know, in, in recognition of, of the the things that the show has helped you accomplish in your in your life, or you you uh, agree with the mission of the Simply Human podcast send us a donation and mark real quickly. We should probably do this off air, but I'm not going to anyways. We need to look into getting that button. Yeah. Trey, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trey no, I'm going to uh, do it. Beecher. Loyal human talked yeah. about getting like we're going button on the website. I'm, I'm going to do that. I think, thank you for okay. reminding me. I'm going to have a deal where you can just, and I don't know if anybody follows Ben Greenfield. He, he kind of has this thing where you can just like click on it or call a number and leave a, a recording that I can, I can just, on this their software, you can just pull up and listen to the recording. So that might that'd be another way that you can reach out to us. Um, but we'll, hopefully, we'll have that up soon. We are I was so- talking about the PayPal button. Oh, we're talking about two separate things. Trey talked about you know if you're one of those oh. people you do not want to sign up and get a PayPal account. Yeah, we're going to work on getting just a button oh, on I can- the site where you can click it. You don't have to be a PayPal member. You can just yeah. send money if that's what you want to do. But what Mark is talking about, I have the app on my phone. It's actually uh, SpeakPipe. Where basically you can like leave yeah. us the equivalent of like a voicemail through an app. We're still kind of looking into it, but that yeah. would be really cool to have. But the, yeah, the PayPal button is a good idea. I will, yeah. I will have that in. We, the we're show talking notes. about all kinds of buttons. Yeah, I know. It's a button. It's a real big year for buttons it says this year. Buy so. now button. Um, yeah. And then uh, we are so close to two thousand likes. I think we're like at nineteen ninety six. Yeah, the last time, and we just eclipsed two hundred uh, ratings on uh, iTunes. Awesome. So yeah. thank all of you so much for your feedback. It helps us. Yes. Except for the lady that left its two stars. She can <laughs> go to hell. Whatever. No, she can't. She's a good person. She has parents who love her. Um, all right, so go to the Facebook page, like us. Um, I, my Periscope was broken. I finally fixed it, so I'm hoping to be Periscoping. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SimplyHuman52. Um, SimplyHumanLatch.com slash store is our uh, all the things that we like. I can never remember. That's it. Just go to SimplyHumanLifestyle.com. Click on the store click tab. Click on the store button. Yeah. All right. So um, that's going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. And remember. Stranded. Stranded. Stranded on the bathroom stall. What do you do when you're stranded and you don't have a role? To prove you're a man, you must wipe with your hand. Stranded. <laughs> so until next time, enjoy yourself.